Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. Hey guys, how you doing? So this month we're talking about your marketing documents, right? This whole quarter is college graduation 2019 edition, but I'm talking to everybody because everybody needs to know about marketing documents. Next month, everybody needs to know about job search, and the next month, everybody needs to know about interviewing. So hang with it, even if you didn't or aren't just graduating. So what I've done this this month so far is we've talked about the resume. We did two episodes about the LinkedIn profile, one about your profile itself and the other one about strategies around using LinkedIn. Today, I want to talk about cover letter, yes or no. So I get a lot of questions about this, and a lot of kind of people are ambivalent about whether or not a cover letter is useful or should be included. And my stance on this is it does not hurt. There is no downside with a few caveats. There is no downside. Let's say it this way. There is no downside to a well-written cover letter. But I'm going to give you um, kind of three reasons not to include a cover letter and three reasons to include a cover letter. And I think you'll see what I'm talking about. And I was planning on doing this topic and then I got a really great um, article from makeit.com and the author of the article is Debbie Carew, C-A-R-R-E-A-U. So I want to give her credit for these three reasons to not use a cover letter and three reasons to use a cover letter. And then I want to talk to you a little bit about what you should put in the cover letter. So reasons not to submit a cover letter. Number one is if you have no interest in personalizing that cover letter. If you're not willing to spend the time. So the cover letter that I write for my clients, I highlight in yellow the areas where they need to customize. I make it very clear to them, you know, you want to talk about why you want to work for that company. There's places to insert the company name in there. You want to make sure you insert the correct job title of the position that you're applying for. I've received generic cover letters before and they are not helpful. They can actually work against you. What else can certainly work against you along those lines is if there are errors in the letter, right? So this is a, cover letters are written in prose. They're written in a a different style than the resume. And because of that, there is the potential for any lapses in, you know, grammar, punctuation, spelling, hyphenation, all of that can really kind of come to the front. So you want to make sure that you are giving them an error-free, personalized document. So if if you have no interest in personalizing, then don't submit a cover letter. And I would question, if you have no interest in personalizing a cover letter for a specific position, are you even actually interested in that position? So don't submit a cover letter if it's not personalized. Number two, another reason not to submit a cover letter is that you're not providing them with anything new that isn't on your resume. Do not rehash your resume. Now, you can reconstitute things on your resume, and I'll talk about that in a minute, but you need to present them in another way. You don't need to use verbatim language from your cover letter or from your resume into your cover letter. So if there's nothing new that isn't on your resume, don't submit the cover letter. Number three... If all you're going to do in the cover letter is tell them how you would improve the company, then save that for the interview. 
you run a very strong risk when you take that approach of coming across like a know-it-all or like you don't think the company is very good. You think you can improve it because it's just a terrible company. You want to be really careful about that. So you've got the opportunity, if they, if they like what they see on paper, you'll have the opportunity to talk about some of your ideas for improving the company at the interview. Don't kind of jump the gun with that and try to put that in the cover letter. So the three reasons not to submit a cover letter, you're not willing to personalize, you're not providing anything new, and all you want to do is complain about the company. Now, when should you include a cover letter? And if you'll remember at the outset, I said the, my default is to submit a cover letter. You want to submit it for sure, especially when, let's put it that way, especially when you have a personal connection or a referral. So one of the big benefits of a cover letter is to say, I was referred by your chief accountant, Brian Smith, or, or I recently met your CEO and he encouraged me to apply. So any kind of referral or connection to um, either the individual that you're sending the cover letter to, the company as a whole, maybe the CEO of the you can, you want to be sure and include a cover letter for. Number two, you want to be sure and include a cover letter, especially when you have a history with the company or the hiring team. So let's say you've worked there before, you did an internship there. I recently worked with a client who applied for a full-time job at a company that she had interned. Um, maybe four, three or four years ago. So she wanted to be sure and introduce that connection. And then finally, you want to introduce or you want to include a cover letter if this is your dream job. Now, I don't want you to necessarily call it your dream job. I think you lose some leverage anytime an employer knows that you would rather work for them than anywhere else. So I think that it is in your benefit to talk about it being a dream job, not necessarily the only dream job of yours, because you really want to show that enthusiasm in, in the letter. You want to really express how excited you are about the opportunity to work there and give some reasons why you're excited about it so that it doesn't just sound like fluff. It sounds very genuine and passionate. So be sure and include Again, a cover letter is kind of the default, so unless they say no cover letter, which I don't think I've ever seen, I would encourage that you include it, and especially when you have personal connections, some kind of a history with the organization or the hiring team, or it is one of your absolute dream jobs. So hopefully that's kind of given you some perspective on how to think about cover letters with the applicant tracking systems that most companies are using now. So that's the computer that you upload your resume to. It gives you the opportunity to attach documents. So I've said before, and I know I said during my resume uh, uh, episode at the beginning of the month, you want to upload an applicant tracking system compatible version of your resume into the computer, and then it will allow you to attach PDFs of a pretty version of your resume and a cover letter, right? So when you attach a PDF, A, it's retaining all of the formatting that you did in there, uh, but B, you're, you're giving them a fully graphic version so it's more appealing to the physical eye. So you can attach this cover letter as a PDF. I'll give you a little bit of an insight into how I format. I have a template that I use for my cover letters for my clients and they actually love it. I start off by giving them some, some options. So here's a paragraph if you are sending this to a job where you know the name of the job, you know the name of the company. You've got this paragraph, here's what you say. Then I've got another option if it's a, what's called a blind ad, and so they might know the name of the, of the job title, but they don't know the name of the company. 
and that will happen. And then the third option is when you're giving your resume to someone to kind of pass along and you don't know where it's going to go or who's going to see it. And so, you know, how do you word that? And then I come up with three aspects of my client's brand. All right. So if we back up, because we've talked about this in the, in the resume episode, you want to have brand attributes that are very clearly expressed on your resume and that differentiate you from all the other candidates who will be applying for this job. And then those brand attributes should carry over into the LinkedIn profile and into your cover letter. So I might say, like, if I've got a marketing person that I'm working with, maybe one of their brand attributes is their um, analytical skills. They're really good at doing market research and that kind of thing. So maybe that's going to be one of the paragraphs in their cover letter. And then I'm going to give a few examples from the various jobs or internships that they've held as to how they've done market analytics. And then maybe another one of theirs has to do with their written communication skills. They're really good at writing PSAs and ad copy and, you know, whatever else. And I'm going to pull some examples out of that. And then maybe their third one is their, you know, their creativity and their imagination. And so I'm going to give examples of that. So I'm going to pull three aspects of their, of their brand out. And then I'm going to pull out examples of that quality from their various work experiences. It could also come from their, their volunteer work. It could come from their student organizations, their activities on campus, all that kind of stuff. So I'm, and if you remember what I said a while ago, I said, I don't want you to reiterate what's in the resume. If you, you know, don't send a cover letter, if you're just cutting and pasting content from your resume, but I do want you to reconstitute what's in the resume because that's, if you have a good resume, then that should be what you're working off of for your LinkedIn profile and for your cover letter. So you're just going in there and saying, pull this, pull this, pull this. There's a paragraph in, in my cover letter. And I do three of those paragraphs almost without exception. Uh, that's a good, just a good number, and it creates a good length of a cover letter that can be contained in one page. And then I say, I have a paragraph where the client has to fill it in as to why they want to work there. I'm interested in working for your company because, and then they have to talk about uh, whatever it is that shows that they've done their homework and they are interested specifically in that company and that job, not just a job with a company. And then I tell them, I wrap up by saying, you know, we, I will reach out within uh, five days to make sure you've gotten my application and see if you have any questions. And then that's a paragraph that's optional because sometimes, if, especially if it's a blind ad or if you're giving your resume to pass along and your cover letter, you won't know who you could follow up with. But when that's an option, it's a really good one to take advantage of so you kind of are in control of your job search. So this is a relatively short one today about the cover letter, but I think it really helps you maybe to understand it a little bit better. I don't think I have any cover letter samples on my website. I have plenty of resume samples, but if you guys would like to see the, um, the format that I use that I just described, the, the template, I'll be glad to send that template to you. So just reach out to me. My email is Lisa, and that's L-E-S-A at exclusivecareercoaching.com, or you can put a question or a comment in, in the box. Find me on the website. You can put a comment on the website. So just reach out to me, and I'll be glad to send you that template. So as always, I want to be your career coach. So the best thing I can suggest is that you schedule a 30-minute consult call with me, and that's my chance to listen to your situation, where you're at right now, 
with your job search, where you want to be in your career. And I promise you'll walk away with at least two really good resources or tips or strategies that you can use to move yourself forward. So that uh, URL to get to my calendar is www.timetrade.com slash book slash D as in dog six, the number six, KLN. So, and that's in the show notes too, if you didn't catch it. So uh, reach out and schedule a consult call with me. That is free, no obligation. If I think that, that I can help you further, I'll let you know what that looks like. But I promise there is no stress, no hassle. I really, truly want to help you if you want help. So I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.